Hello, everybody, and welcome to Triple Clowns under Big Umbrella. We're having a lot of fun. We're trying to have a lot of fun here with everybody, with everything going on. But we're not going to dwell on that too much. It's me, G. Randall Johnson, and I'm here with the beautiful Sarah Marie. Say hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. Wow, that was really enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. Okay. Anyway, we're going to talk horse racing. And listen, first thing I want to talk about, Sarah, in the horse racing, we're going to go over last week's races, of course, but I do want to make it clear out there to everybody, this is the last thing we have, especially gamblers out there. We still have horse racing. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, announcement came out today that they're postponing the Kentucky Derby. As we're taping this a couple hours ago, they came out and said that the Kentucky Derby will be on September 5th. We'll talk a little bit more about that today and our big show. We'll talk a lot about that, I'm sure. Going to change a lot of different things. But let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope they keep running. Because, okay, if there's no fans there, we can watch on TV. We can watch on the computer. You can go on our friends at Bovada and and bet on that since there's nothing else going on. So you people that don't know horse racing, we're going to have a really fun show. Sarah just got into horse racing in the last year. I've been watching it my whole life. So I know a little bit. And she knows not that much. And we're going to have A.J. Ryder on here as soon as he gets on here, which makes the triple clown. And he knows nothing. So it's going to be going over things with somebody just learning. So if you're somebody just learning, learn along with him. He's going to do his research. He thinks he can beat us both at picking horses. We're going to have some fun. And let's get right on to it. This isn't our big show. This is just something we're going to throw out there once in a while to recap the weekend, to give you guys a little bit of something from the Triple Clowns. So let's go start it off right now with the big race over the past weekend, the Rebel Stakes. Accession, who's come from the back of the pack. And look at this. It is Accession and Nadal. Nadal, Accession, Nadal aces the Rebel. Wow. Um, it was in the slop which I guess is good nowadays. Well, it would be, once again, everything changing because of this postponement. Now, the Kentucky Derby has been running the rain or the slop, I think, the last three out of five years or something. So not a bad thing for your horse to get used to. Uh, but now it's in September. So a whole different story, a whole different topic. But the Rebel Stakes with the big man, Nadal. And he's a big boy. Winning. Not very easily, but he was he was tested a little bit. And what do you think about that race, Sarah? That was a that was a tight race. You know, I Nadal's a beast. He ran he ran strong. Um, you know, he did his best in the the slop of the course. Uh, and I was very uh, surprised with Accession coming up like he did. He came up from the back and closed hard, and he put Nadal. To the test, and I, I think if that race was a little bit longer, you would have seen a lot more out of accession. So he might be one to keep your eye on. Well, yeah, and also, I mean, I know everybody would be saying it if the it was in the right order because we don't know what's going on with the Belmont or Preakness yet. But the big thing would be the little bit longer is the Belmont. So maybe they would save a horse like that for the Belmont. Who knows? Probably not. Who knows how it's going to go now? But. 
Yeah, Accession at 89 to 1, I believe. We talked about that horse a little bit on a podcast that we never really got out there. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But yeah, coming back from behind, uh, that was it. Yeah, showed a lot. Nadal showed a lot too. And honestly, from what I was, what I heard, they told Rosario, um, Yoel Rosario, obviously one of the best jockeys in the country, he was aboard and he was told to just go get the lead and see what happens. And after he went out and got the lead, he ran a 22 and I think 8-9 and a 46 half, which just killed one of my horses, if you listen last week, that was in my derby thing, no parole, who tried to keep up with him. And yeah, he got closed on in the mud. He went out to the lead. Listen, Nadal is a big bully um, for position. And I believe that's been said about him. He's a big horse that is just going to bully his way into position, came from the one, and will do that probably often. And he was almost, uh, believe it or not, sir, when they bought him, he was almost too big, they said. Really? A lot of people, yeah, I, I, oh. I've heard that they turned away from him because he was too big, which is really weird because somewhere in between. He was so big, but he was big and fast. So I, I don't, in every other sport, that, that equals like really great things. So he's big and fast. He's a bully for position, which will help in a derby field of 20 horses. So, I, I mean, he looks great. He looks great, was one of my top five, one of your top fives last week, which we'll get into the top five in a, tomorrow or the next day before this weekend coming up when we preview the next races. That's going to be a fun, long show. Um, yeah, and really, I don't know much more to say about it right now. Baffert killing it with all his horses, and we'll get into uh, another one of those horses. Yeah, Baffert's strong. Baffert's real strong right now. Yeah, and let's just give him maximum security while we're at it. And the Rebel Stick was a seventh win. Yeah, seventh Rebel seventh Stick Rebel. win in like yeah. eight, eight tries, I believe. Or uh, like since that. 2010. Yeah, but I, I don't think but, he had horses in a couple of them. So, right. Yeah, so I think it's like seven out of eight for him or something. Um, tell us if we're wrong about that, but I, I think that's true. So let's go right on to the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Up and after Invader. Fancy Licker still fighting on. It's field pass to the outside. Invader fighting on. Field pass and Invader. Field pass from Invader. Field pass. Gets there by a neck. Now, the winner of this race, as you probably heard, was Field Pass. Um, I have a couple things to say about this race after we hear from Sarah. Um, I ran Ortiz Jr. aboard. Uh, the The... Number one jockey of last year, um, why he won the award, the Eclipse Award for best jockey, was Irad. And Irad looked good riding him, came down there to do it, got it done. Invader second, Fancy Liquor third. Uh, The three favorites, if you just box the three favorites, you would have won a little bit of money. I think it was like $45. I think that was sort of like the $1 try. Not bad, but the three favorites come in, so not a big deal. Uh, what did you think about that race, Sarah? Yeah, that was a good race. You know, um, Field Pass, he, he's, he's good. And that, that was a tight race. And you know, um, well, Field Pass and Fancy Liquor have the same trainer. Yeah. So Maker, Maker got uh, two. And that also, with Field Pass winning, that got him his fifth win there at the Jeff Ruby. 
Yes, which which Mike Maker um, is good down there at the track. He, uh, here's the thing about the Jeff Ruby stakes. Uh, number one, let me just clear something up. I called it the Jack Ruby like five times, uh, which is definitely uh, not the case. Jack Ruby was obviously the man who killed Lee Harvey Oswald. So it's definitely the Jeff Ruby. Apologize. And the stakes is spelt like a steak because if anybody's been to Jeff Ruby's Steakhouses, which I believe I actually have in Nashville. Uh, very, very beautiful, nice, expensive, but great steakhouse. So you pay what you you know for a great steakhouse, but it but it's a great steakhouse. So it's actually steaks, not spelled like a steaks race, which is odd. But it was odd. I kept on getting confused when I was looking that up. Yeah, it's actually a place. Uh, so shout out to Jeff Ruby Steaks. Um, we're here if you want us to do a little promo for you. We we can uh, just give me a free meal at this point, and I will take good. a free meal. Oh, actually, it's probably not open, so oh, never mind. Had to go. Yeah, we go. We can get to go steak. Thank you, Jeff Ruby. If you're even alive or a real person. <laughs> um, uh, funny thing about the Jeff Ruby Steaks, though. Before everybody gets excited about that win, field pass, no offense. Um, number one, I want to talk about the fact that Field Pass is out of a Lemon Drop Kid, I noticed, which is really funny because Lemon Drop Kid is 24 years old at this point. I was a big Lemon Drop Kid fan. I liked Lemon Drop Kid a lot. I don't know why. I thought it was, it was a cool name. I believe it's an old movie, or I think it's an old movie. But Lemon Drop Kid, 24 years old. Now, still having kids that are winning. At 24, Lemon Drop Kid is the uh, equivalent of, I think, being like, 74 is a human. So Lemon Drop Kid is the Tony Russell of horses. Oh, Tony Randall. Tony Russell. And Kurt Russell. Sorry. Tony Randall. He is the Tony Randall of horses. Is Lemon Drop Kid for anybody who knows Tony Randall had a child at 77 with his 25-year-old girlfriend. That's cute. Yeah, well, God rest his soul, Tony Randall. Yep. Because I'm pretty sure he died. I'm sure he did. If he's 77 having a child, chasing him around, he'd probably die from that. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, but also I, w- I did want to talk about don't get too excited, Field Pass. I'll get back to that. Sorry, we do goof around. That's why we're the clowns. Uh, Jeff Ruby Stakes. Th- these are the last five winners of the Jeff Ruby Stakes, and you guys might know a couple. Maybe you don't, but I'll explain it to you. So we'll go. Uh, last year, some like it hot brown won the race. He went second just the other day in Kentucky. Not a bad horse. Terrible name, by the Terrible. way. Terrible, yeah. I thought it was a weird German porn at first. Uh, Some like a hot brown. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He was, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he got beat by uh, two girls in a cup. It's odd. But Ooh. yeah, no, um, not yeah. true. That's really not a name of a horse. But anyway. That would be funny, too. Yeah. Some like a hot brown. He just ran second the other day. And I'm going to get to a point in a second. Uh, he, he's an okay horse. Mostly runs. He runs on synthetic and turf a lot, and that's going to be a theme here. Uh, year before that, fast and accurate. He was in the Derby, if anybody remembers, and he ran seventeenth in the Derby. Uh, ended up being a synthetic, a turf horse mostly. Uh, before that was a very good turf horse, if you remember him, named Oscar Nominated. Mostly only one on turf. Made his career on turf. I think he might still be running. I'm not sure. Uh, also ran 17th at the Derby, oddly enough. Wow. Uh, the year before that, when it was called the Spiral Grade 3, this is apparently before Jeff Ruby 
got involved in the whole thing. Uh, he won only races he ever won were on turf or synthetic. And before that, we had Remus Artie, who ran 10th in a derby, better than the other horses that both ran 17, and has four wins in his career, had four wins in his career, I think his career, yeah, his career's done. And three were on synthetic, one was on turf. My point is this. It's on synthetic. The synthetic there is like turf. So these horses do not translate well into the derby. So field pass, I'm sorry, you'll probably be a good turf horse. And you're probably not going to do much in the derby from just that, that alone. And I'm, I'm curious to wonder if Irad is going to be on another ride after this. I know it's a derby prep race. They get 20 points for it. Not 50 like the Rebel, but it's more rounding out the field at this point. And, yeah, so that's what I have to say about the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Well, I have a quick question. Why, why is that track synthetic? Like, why, why, why would you think they would decide to do that? Well, I mean, synthetic is easier to upkeep, probably um, with rain. I don't really know the answer to this, but I'm guessing that it's more, um, I believe they're talking it's safer for the horses. It's more controllable. It's softer. It's not as deep. Um, so I, I think it's a safety thing, and I also think it's an all-weather thing, they, they call yeah. it. It doesn't become muddy yeah. as much. I think that's why it's called all-weather, I think. I could totally be wrong about that, but I believe it's, it's just a different material that just it makes horses, for some reason, I'm sure they tried to make it like it was going to be dirt, but it just happened that turf horses took to it like turf. Yeah. And it's just coming out that way. So I, I don't know. If anybody knows the answer to that, let us know. Yeah, let us know. I just think it's interesting that since it's a you know, derby qualifying race, that it's the only race out of the races that are on synthetic. Uh, yeah, Is I, it? I don't, I don't know that answer. I believe so, probably. It's kind of like they're throwing in a wild card. Well, yeah. that And I mean, they want to round up the fields. They want to make it interesting for people at that track to have a derby prep race. And, and you listen, one day a horse will come out of that race and probably win the Derby or have a really strong showing. It just so happens, you know, it's only been around, I don't know if that was even, I don't know how long synthetic's been around, but I know it's been around the last five years, what I gave you. And it's just, I mean, maybe those 20 points don't mean anything to them. It's just a, a you know, a lot of, some of these horses didn't even go into the Derby. I think some like a Hob Brown might have got injured because he took some time off after, which would have been weird for him not to try the Derby because he's still running and he still runs on dirt. But I don't know. I don't know that answer. Um, that's the Jeff Ruby Stakes. And our other race, uh, a recap of a race this weekend was not a Derby prep race, but a definite Derby contender who is in our top three, who we actually got the pleasure in a sense a, a bitter pleasure watching <laughs> a bit. his first race him break his maiden at Santa Anita Park from the winner's circle while we're sitting on a horse that we are part owners of thank you to my racehorse uh, we watched from the winner's circle our horse that was a three to five favorite in a race get beat by this absolute monster in yeah. Charlton 
Um, I'm sorry, I said that wrong, I think. <laughs> Charlatan. 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 Like Charlatan. Charlatan Chew. Yeah, that's what um, you're going for. Charlatan. Uh, yeah. Uh, Charlatan. 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 Wow, I'm you having trouble it. with the names. Charlatan. And it's like Charlatan. Okay, got it now. Charlatan. We saw that horse from the winner's circle where we had to usher out of the winner's circle because our horse didn't win, obviously, and with our heads down. But happy for our horse who ran this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about that um, in our next episode. He did run another third, uh, three thirds in a row. Got beat by Nadal. And, 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 and got beat by, and now, yeah, he's yeah. Got, he got beat by yeah. two and tough shoot horses. Shoot this weekend. Yeah. So, you know what? At least he's getting beat by good horses, I guess. I mean, if that's some sort of from it but anyway um but once again race six at santa anita on saturday true professional with so much gas in the tank he is widening with every stride just galloping through the lane charlatan ultra impressive wins by many 